like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where is the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand up. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Terror by Night, Arrow by Day. And now here's Bishop Caldwell. It's called a little hole in the wall. <laughs> I know some of y'all was well, I'm going to go out there and pray for them. Go ahead. <laughs> You just go right ahead. <laughs> now, I know it's I know it's I know it sounds terrible, but trust me, it's a thousand times worse than what it sounds. It's bad out there. Now, when it comes to ethnicity, who's really in jail? Who is really in jail? Uh Race and ethnicity, if there is 100,000 people from ages 15 to 64, then since 1990, the black incarceration rate has increased 43%. In 2015, black people were incarcerated at 2.4 times the rate of white people. Now, that, that doesn't sound good. Since 1978, the black incarceration rate has increased 201%. In, two, in 2017, black people were incarcerated at 3.6 times the rate of white people. Prison incarceration rates of other racial groups are not available because Louisiana does not report comprehensive prison data by race. Now, when we look at the national situation in jail, the gender in jail, the number of women in Louisiana's jails have increased more than 17-fold from 165 in 1970 to 2,861 in 2015. They are throwing women in jail. And now, if you look at the news, you, you've got these young teenage girls out there now doing the killing. Now, when you, when you look at this, you got your spiritual glasses on, 
when you look at this, like I said, the government is not taking care of the population here in this country. Where are the jobs? Where, where are the vocational systems to teach people trades anymore? For the most part, a lot of stylists and beauticians are going out of business because people are doing their own hair now. A lot of people working on their own cars now. Because of the pandemic, a lot of people cutting their own grass now. So we're actually putting one another out of work because we're taking it upon ourselves. I, I'm not, this is not a blame right there. But coming up at Booker Washington, there was a man up there, Booker T had a system that was designed by uh, Booker Talaferro Washington, uh, BTW as we know him, that was the president of Tuskegee. At BTW, right up there on Malum, you could get um, bricklayer trade, commercial laundry trade, uh, uh, they had home economics, they had all this going. All that was going on. The white folk dismantled that. Then you have bird mania. BTW is not good enough to send your black child. So you send him to bird. Not knowing that bird has a lot of systems in one system. They go over there. Bird get the money. They kick the Negro out when the money starts flowing. The whole thing is a setup. Why? Because we hate ourselves. Therein lies the problem. Black folk don't like black folk. I remember on my radio show that I used to have, I, I gave it up because I couldn't get no audience participation. Um, black talk radio. Negroes wouldn't call in. So I, I got tired of sitting there. So I shut it down. But my co-host, Kojo Livingston, who's now sleeping in the bosom of Christ, artist Cash, who's now gone, I hope he's with Jesus. <laughs> I'm just teasing. That was, my, that was my main man right there. Um, I used to ask the question on the show, what is wrong with black folk? And the answer kept coming back. Self-hatred. Self-hatred. It makes no sense to me that you're under stress and do rest from white folk and you go join a white church. Some stuff ought to click. Don't tell me about Jesus. Save it. Just save that. Because when you and see, we the same folk to stand up in these Sunday school classes and talk about how God sent Moses down into Egypt to get Israel out. Well, when the Lord sent us some help in days like these, you know, he don't like white folk. What is that to you? Why is that an issue with you? Why don't you say white folk don't like him either? We, we've got to wake up and realize that this self-hatred that we have is destroying us. And the white man is just taking advantage of what Negroes are already doing. 
Come on, Marvin Gaye. That's what's going on. And people say, well, I don't want to be in a church like, like that Greenwood Acre, that pastor get up there saying all this stuff. I'm, just tell me about Moses and Joshua. I will if you wait a minute. God sent Moses down into Egypt land to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Now, before I move on, let, let me share with you. Now, this is the way God has given me his word to share that I share in this generation. And you notice, I'm not asking anybody what they think about it. Because it's not important what you think. What's important is what God said for me to say to you. And if you look in your Bible, wherever you look, you're not going to find nowhere where I told you to hate anybody. But here's the deal. This is what a lot of black folk don't see. They refuse to see it. The whole thing about Egypt, 400 years of slavery. 400 years of slavery. Moses represented freedom. Go down there and get those people out of bondage. All this talk is to get you out of bondage and to break the shackles off your mind and let you realize that God don't make no junk. You are as important as anybody else because it's not but one blood. We're being abused and misused by the system that we're paying taxes in because when it comes to the courtroom and we start talking about no justice, no peace, they don't care what you say because you have no power. Now, that's what's really going on. So you say, okay, how do we change that? I had a thought before the Lord about that. Let, let me put this, this jail stuff in, into a national uh, focus, and then we're going to move on. See, because Moses, God sent Moses down there to freedom people. And when they came out, there was not a feeble one among them. God, God made those Egyptians pay those Israelites reparation. When Johnny Cochran died, he and this guy down in Florida, Gary, uh, I think is his name. I don't remember his whole name. They were beginning to work on reparation. But, but here, here we have white people in days like these. You know the biggest fear of the white man? Is that you going to get some money and that you won't need him. Well see if he come and ask me as a black man. I tell him you don't have to worry about that. Because all, all we get we going to spend it. We'll be broke in 30 days. But somewhere we got to start loving God. Loving ourselves. Loving those that look like us. In loving people. See, if charity starts at home and you're black and you struggling to like or to love black people, you're not fit for service. Mm -mm, sorry, you're not fit for service. You can't even love your own. You, you're not fit for service. Because God can't use you to get this word to white folk, which have a problem receiving anything from a Negro. Only thing they want from you is your vote and your money. And if you mess up, to put you in jail and make money off of you. So they send white police officers into black neighborhoods. And I was thinking about this. 
They send white police officers in the black neighborhoods to intimidate a young black men that's full of testosterone. They mess with them. They heckle them. They try to elicit some response out of them so that they can arrest them, beat them up, or kill them. I thought, now you help me out, that if you're having trouble in your neighborhood, that you would call the police. Mm -mm. They come in every day and nobody calls them. I was telling somebody this the other day. Uh, this was about five years ago. I was reading this article. It came off the internet. And this woman was going through the streets of Atlanta, brandishing a gun, holding it all out the window, pointing it at people, running stop signs and red lights. And the article went on and says, and when she was arrested, I say, arrested? She was a white woman. She was a privileged white woman, brandishing a gun, running stop signs and red lights, and pointing the gun at people as she was driving. She was arrested. If it had been a black woman, a black man, Swiss cheese. And therein lies the problem. Injustice in the hands of the white man is the problem in this country. That is the problem. See, if justice was meted out, just like all these judges that Trump, three, over 300 judges, he put in place because he had a plan. And when he lost the election and none of those judges showed up, He's still at that line. Stop to steal. And that's what got this country turned upside down. A lying white man. So. When the word says that we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. That's exactly what it means. But also. You got to put scripture on scripture. We're serving to whom we yield ourselves. So, in a national context, although men's jails admissions have declined by 26% since 2008, women's admissions have increased both as a total number and as a population of a jail admissions. Women now make up almost one out of every four jail admissions up from fewer than one in 10 in 1983. Since 1970, the number of women in U.S. jails has increased one and one-fourth fold from fewer than 8,000 to nearly 110,000 women. And that was in 2013. And women in jail now account for approximately half of all women behind bars in the country. They're locking the women up. Locking the women up. Now, I do have a solution. 
I thought about it. I cogitated. Because after all, I'm supposed to be a bearer of good news. <laughs> but sometimes it's just like, I ate some neck bones the other day. You know, sometimes it can be a big old neck bone. It ain't hardly got no meat on it. So I thought about it. The world is trying to love with a capacity that they don't have to love with. We see that with Jesus and Peter. Peter said, I go to prison. I'll do this and I'll do that. And Jesus looked at him and said, now before the cock crow, you're going to deny me three times. Am I right about it? And so after the resurrection, praise God for the resurrection, Jesus went back to Peter. And you know what he said? He said, Peter, do you love me? Do you love me more than these? Peter said, yeah, Lord, I love you. He said, well, feed my lamb, feed my sheep. He said that to him three times. Peter in phileo was trying to come up to agapeo, which he could not. So we keep asking, and I think it was, it was, it was Coach Rivers who said uh, about two years ago, we as black people, have loved America, but America has not loved us back. You know what wearies me? The church don't want to deal with the truth. We want to live in a world that we made for ourselves. It's bad out here. When your child is shot dead, and when it's bad out here. So here's where, here's where I'm headed. The best the world can do is Philadelphia, Phileo. Philadelphia is called the city of brotherly love. Phileo says, if you tolerate me, I try to figure out if I want to, how to tolerate you. If you put up with me, I try to figure out how to put up with you. That's the best the world can do. But here is the problem. Those of us that are born again. God has spread his love abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We have his love. We don't have, we are beyond phileo. We're into agapeo, the God kind of love. Now in come the white evangelicals. I hate you. Well, why do you hate me? Because you're in. Oh, so that's what I am. But now wait a minute. Aren't you at your white church? Aren't you trying to preach Jesus and the love of God? Well, where is your love? It's easy to talk about. And Peter says this. Peter say, we love him. You love him, but you've never seen him. So what is the answer in America for all of this hatred and bigotry and, and, and all the rest of this stuff? These doggone white Christians need to wake up and quit talking Jesus and start walking Jesus. We're the minority. They can change this stuff if they wanted to. 
Because this is their government. They are the ones legislating and making these laws. But see, God doesn't expect the world to do anything other than what the world is doing. Because the Bible says the whole world lieth in wickedness. But God does expect for those of us that name the name of Christ to love one another. And when the word in Matthew 5, 16 says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. So you telling me I'm an anointed minister sent by God and I can only teach black people because I'm black. But your white boy can come over here and teach everybody. Well, the first thing he needs to learn is what love is. You know, this, 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 this white so-called prophet that's for Donald Trump that had a ministry going on that told his congregation that uh, Trump, God told him Trump was going to be the president. And this is April 21. And you know them white folks still thinking that Trump, before this month is up, April, is going to be inaugurated president. How stupid can you be? But you know, you know, you know what led to all that kind of thinking? They've never been told the truth. The truth is in our face every day. So if those that name the name of Christ, I would even allow you this. I would allow you to be colorblind. <laughs> and you know how I feel about that. God don't see color. Well, all the roses ought to be the same color. When God got ready to send, you know about our brother Jonah? Jesus talked about him, Matthew 12. Jonah had a problem going over the under, preaching to another uh, race of people. Yeah. We should not have that problem. We, we should not have that problem. As Christians, and having the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, it's the agape love only that that can change this world. But now think about this. See, I want a congregation full of thinkers and to come up with the right conclusions. Jesus Christ was killed under Roman law. And you think about it, chew on that. Human government killed Jesus. We know that God killed him, but you know. Paul's head was cut off. The government did that. So being in this government, and that's why Jesus told his disciples, if they compel you to go one mile, go two. Don't try to rise up in insurrection against the government like 45 did. The top of the government going to rise the government up to destroy the capital. And then walk away and go to your resort. It should not be that way. It's Listen, if a black man still in a honey bun in Circle K get 45 years and a white boy rob an armor truck on Hearn Avenue and get five years, it's something wrong. And the problem that the Lord and I are having with all this is that you say you're a Christian. 
You a judge, you say you a Christian. You a judge, you you and the sheriff says he's a Sunday school teacher at his church. There are those that profess Christ. Then there are those that possess Christ. And we got more profession than possession. It's just simply no way. Now, President Biden, he's trying to be a Christian. I believe his heart is in the right place. He's really trying to do the right thing. Boy, but it's, a, it's, it's tough. He can only last for four years since another election. But the wickedness and the terror by night and the arrows that's flying by day, every time they say something despairingly against black folk on the TV, I feel that. I don't like that. Because black folk are not the only people committing crime. Today's message, Terror by Night, Arrow by Day, FC3041, FC3041 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, at Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded, 
in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.